The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Immediately after feeding the crowd with the five loaves and two fish, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and to go ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountains by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, Jesus came walking towards them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he noticed a strong wind, he began to be frightened and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, Lord, save me! Immediately reached out. Jesus immediately reached out his hands and caught him, saying, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Then they got into the boat. The wind ceased, and those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. In the first reading of today's Mass, the prophet Elijah, who was fatigued and disheartened by many trials, seeks refuge in a cave where he was told to wait, to wait for the Lord to speak to him. Elijah did not hear the word of God in the wind, nor in the earthquake, nor in the fire. The voice of God came in the silence, in this listening to his own heart. What does silence cause us to do? Silence causes us to turn 
into ourselves. Let us imagine being in the depths of the forest. What do we hear sometimes? Nothing, nothing at all. It is a very eerie feeling. The only thing that we can hear is a pounding of our hearts. When Elijah reached the mountain, the Lord asked him, him to go out and stand on the mountain, for the Lord was about to pass by. Hidden in the cracks on the rock, Elijah experiences the great wind, then an earthquake, then a fire. But look, Lord God was not in any of these. Is, is it not the same in our personal lives? Do we not first feel the wind as represented by the luring power of this world? Does it not seem at times that the world's voices appear to be louder and clearer than God's voice? But the question to be asked, are we listening for God's voice? Further, do, not we, do we not feel and see the effects of the vision in our lives as represented by the earthquakes, the vision within our own families, our nation, in the world? And with reference to the fire, it can be intense zeal for something, or it can be a source of healing and or a glowing love but it also can be the source of destruction. But what does the breast gentle breeze really represent? It represents the love that's expressed in our lives. Think of a mother tenderly caressing the baby in her womb without saying a word. Or the mother or father standing over the bed of a sick child just watching, not a word spoken but they are emotionally drained and desperately want to see their child healthy again. Or even the gentle interaction of two people in love, again, not exchanging a word, but by the simple touch or in their glances, love is exchanged. A beautiful example of the gentle breeze reaching out in love was the Annunciation where the Blessed Virgin listened attentively to the angel Gabriel, quietly saying to her, saying her, yes to God, saying, may it be done to me according to your word. After all, who after all is the source of the wind, the earthquake, the fire, the source of love, it is God the Father. In everything there is God, and everything that represents love, represents God's love as a gentle breeze, is his voice. And where do we have the opportunity to listen to the gentle breeze of our hearts, if not in the silence of our hearts? We live in such a busy world 
inundated with all kinds of noise. The first thing many of us do is to wake up to alarm clocks. Next, we get into our cars. And the next thing we do is turn on the radio. We go out in the streets and we hear the rush of cars and trucks and buses. We should at times search for silence in our world. If your home or the workplace is too noisy, and if you want a place to pray and thank and to listen to God's voice, come here to your parish in the daytime. In our gospel, after Christ finished feeding the 5,000, he dismissed the crowds and he went up the mount to pray. He searched for a quiet place. Again, I invite you to come into the church during the day to spend some time here in this place with the Lord, away from the hustle and bustle of life, to sit, to pray, and to listen to God's voice in your hearts. Christ reveals himself to us in the breaking of the bread, a soft breeze, a holy moment. When the Eucharist is elevated, we see Christ silently raised in front of us. He is the voice. He will come part of us. He is the gentle breeze calling us now to live in his love, calling us to gently listen to him, to listen to the same voice that spoke to the prophets, the same voice that speaks to us today, if we are willing to listen to him, to help us to walk through the storms of this life, to help us through the times when we are divided, to help us to put it together again, the fires of anger, to help us to live in this love again.